Welcome to the Chris Coe and Associates Investing Podcast with your host, Chris Coe, a Wanaka-based investment advisor and avid share market investor. Today we cover oil, tech company layoffs, should you participate in share purchase plans, and we ponder if hybrid cars are the future of personal transport. Starting with the Australian share market, and even though the ASX 200 is nearing record highs, there still seems to be some nervousness in the markets, with some big falls in stocks on negative news. We feel sell-downs have been a bit of an overreaction in many cases, indicating investors may be a bit worried about the outlook for shares. Moving to the US and the S&P 500 is in the midst of reporting results. And the Magnificent 7, which includes Google, Facebook, Tesla, Microsoft, Apple, Netflix and NVIDIA, has helped drive the index high, but is priced for perfection, and all eyes were on results this week. Microsoft, which is the largest company in the index by market cap, reported $62 billion in sales in the three months to December, which was above their analysts' expectations. But profits were slightly down on the previous quarter. Cloud and AI-related products was a main driver of sales. Second largest company, Apple, saw its shares slip as it reported earnings per share were up 16% to US $2.18 on flat sales for the December quarter. Analysts pegged the disappointing share price reaction to soft sales in China. The Magnificent 7 comprised nearly one-third of the S&P 500 and have risen almost 20% since late October. There is a lot to live up to as sentiment and values are high. Sticking with tech companies, and everything that goes too far one way eventually comes back. During the era of historically low rates in which many tech companies flourished, they obviously ended up with far too many workers. Block, which took over Afterpay, is the latest tech company to lay off workers. Looking back, the high point was probably when workers for these companies were making TikTok videos of what they do all day and how amazing their jobs were, which seemed to show little actual work being done. Twitter laid off a lot of employees when Elon Musk took over, and still seems to work okay. Well, okay, not that good in some cases. The U- a US job outplacement firm reported January had the second highest layoff total and the lowest planned hiring level for data going back to 2009 with technology and finance the hardest hit sectors. On to commodities, and a rise in the oil price could throw a spanner in the works of slowing inflation, if simmering tensions in the Middle East boil over. Genocide Joe Biden was quick to blame Iran for a recent drone strike, which killed three American soldiers in Jordan, and has vowed retribution in some form or another. Any retribution could spark conflict with Iran, and see disruptions to the Strait of Hormans, which sees approximately 20% of the world's oil pass through it each year. On to a listener question, and Stephanie asked if she should participate in an upcoming share purchase plan. Well, Stephanie, this depends on a number of factors, but firstly I would say don't just participate because the company is offering shares. The new shares will usually bear the discount to the current share price, and you won't need to pay brokerage. But while these are good things, 
and does not necessarily mean you should participate. Ask yourself as well, what percentage of the overall portfolio does this holding already account for? If it's already high, then factor that in. I personally almost never take up share purchase offers, as if I wanted to purchase more shares in the company, I would have already done it. On to our final thought, and we ponder if hybrid cars are going to be the preferred mix of electric vehicle powered cars in the future. Electric vehicles are going through a tough phrase at present, as questions around high repair costs and whether charging is more of a hassle due to unreliable charging infrastructure and power supply issues in many places, compared to just stopping at a petrol station. Plus there's the ever-present range anxiety among many. Car, re- car rental giant Hertz recently announced it was getting rid of 20,000 ve- electric vehicles, or EVs, and going back to petrol cars, as the cost of repair was too high for electric vehicles. Take-up among consumers has not been as widespread as expected with electric vehicles, and hybrids are selling faster than the traditional car electric vehicle cars. Wealthy progressives have taken up the EV cause, but outside that group, EVs have not gained widespread adoption, as many expected. Hybrids, which are powered by both electric battery and fuel, will become the preferred electric car, according to Toyota CEO Akio Toyota, who recently said he believed battery EVs will only secure a maximum of 30% of the market with the remaining 70% taken by fuel cell EVs, hybrids and hydrogen cars. Toyota has previously claimed the resources used to produce one battery-powered EV could build 90 hybrids, offsetting more emissions from the start of production until the scrap heap. CEO also claimed that EVs' appeal is limited because 1 billion people still live without electricity and they are still expensive and need reliable charging infrastructure to operate. So what does this mean for battery metals such as nickel and lithium? Well, hybrids have smaller electric batteries than cars just powered by electric batteries, so there may be less demand on that front. Although on the other hand, I see many more electric push and motorbikes around, and more battery-powered scooters also. So even if there is a slowdown in electric car manufacturing, overall demand should still be higher than if electric batteries were not more common overall. There will be more electrified gadgets going forward such as drones, robot vacuums, and don't forget there will probably be actual robots that are helping you with stuff around the house. The other thing to keep in mind is that electric battery technology is always changing. So the minerals that are most in demand at present may not be the most in demand in the future. We have exposure to copper in our portfolios, which will still be likely the most conductive metal over time. Plus it has a wide variety of industrial uses. Well, that's a wrap and we will see you again next week. Thank you for listening.